Headliner Radio, the creative voice. A very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm joined by multi-platinum legendary British singer and songwriter Arnold George Dorsey, MBE, better known as Engelbert Humperdinck, who has just released <laughs> his new album, All About Love, which we're going to be talking about today. Engelbert, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. It's nice to be on your show. Thank you so much. It's, I'm uh, good. I'm good. Thank you. Good, good, good. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, where are you joining us from today? And uh, I'm, I'm, in Los An- I'm in Los Angeles. Great. Great. And what have you been up to yeah. so far this week? Well, it's been it's been a pretty a pretty busy week, you know. Uh, I've been watching a uh, multiple viewing of of the the coronation and and the and the sh- and the show, the concert, which I thought was absolutely stunning, absolutely stunning. I mean, it's the best production show I've I've seen on television in a long time. It was quite impressive. So. It was quite impressive, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very impressive, very impressive. I, I, I'm just, a, I'm just, I, I couldn't believe everything that I saw. You know, um, <laughs> it was very, very emotional in, in many ways, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Very emotional. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the Queen right, being on on the, you know, head of state for so long, and then it's it's a big change for for the UK, I think, and it, it signals. Um, so it's, it's a big change. It's a big change, definitely. Yeah. I could I couldn't believe I mean the size of the crowd and 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 the the sound was was so good I mean <laughs> it's very difficult to put sound on on an outside uh, venue you know absolutely and uh, they they did an amazing job they did they did mm. um let's get into it Engelbert and and talk about the new record which you released last week uh on May 2nd which also happened to be your 87th birthday. birthday happy belated yeah. birthday um yeah and uh i mean for our listeners obviously the album is uh it's, it's a collection of your own versions of some of the greatest love songs of all time for you Engelbert, yeah. did, did it feel quite natural for you to record these kind of songs you know having having made love songs and, and pop songs for many years oh yeah I, I mean i've been doing this sort of thing for you know a, a number of years now you know recording other other people's music you know Doing cover jobs on it, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's always nice to to take a great song and put your own stamp on it, you know. And uh, I I think this is what familiar sounds is what the people want to hear. And and uh, um, when they hear this, they, oh, he's recorded that. Let's see what he's he did. He's done with it, or she's done with it, you know. And it's uh, it's very very challenging but to very, make it your own. Very rewarding as well, I would imagine. Yeah, rewarding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the first single, um, or your first first single for quite a while, is "You're My First, My Last, My Everything," which is, uh, of course, Barry White's 1974 uh, original. Yeah. Your, your version has sort of like a country vibe to it. I've watched the video, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, thank you. How did how did you decide yeah, well, on that for like you know to kick off the album? Is that one of your favourites? It's one of my favourites. As a matter of fact, it's such a, a big favourite of mine that I put it in my show. And uh, I, I do it in the same sort of way that I did it on the video, in order to uh, keep the you know continuity going, that sort of thing. Uh, anyway, uh, the reason the reason it's country is because I told my producer, I said, let's do, let's put all a little country uh, touch to all the songs, you know, and um, uh, and all the tracks were recorded in uh, were put down in Nashville, Tennessee, and. Um, uh, and with some great, great musicians, absolutely fantastic musicians. 
And uh, I put my voice on over here in LA in a studio that I particularly love, which recording in igloo studio this call okay and uh and i i put my voice on in there and and hence that's the results you know yeah 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 yeah. um i was going to come on to that actually you know there's some great tracks on there and there's a couple of duets as well um lapita infante and angelica maria um some lovely voices on there have you always enjoyed doing that kind of thing engelbert you know duetting and and working with I other feel- musicians yeah Yes, I did. I did. I did a duet album about four years ago, I think, and uh, and uh, I had people on, you know, like uh, I can't remember all the all the people. Uh, Elton John. Elton John was wow. one of them. Yeah. Wow. I need I need prompting at this time. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who I did it with. Okay, I did it with Neil Sedaka. You know, Dion Warwick. Oh great! I did one with Charles Kesson, Asnavor, Charles Asnavor, Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh wow! Yeah, Willie Nelson, Cliff Richard, huge names. Olivia Newton-John, Olivia Newton-John. Yes, I'm so thrilled that she did it with me, and you know people like that. So I'm used to. But when these two lovely ladies came along and, uh, and they were introduced to me by my my, my producer, um, uh, they're, they're they're two very big stars of Mexico, and uh, Angelica Maria is the sweetheart of Mexico. And uh, when she did she did my one of my songs, "Man Without Love," and she had a hit with it after me in uh, in the early years. You know, uh, when I had a hit with it. She had a hit with it in Mexico, so the collaboration was pretty much uh, in order. It know, made sense. She, yeah, yeah, it made sense. Yeah, and uh, she's ch- wonderful to work with, and the results have been amazing because the viewing figures are an- incredible right now. You know, two thousand seven hundred, two two million seven hundred thousand views. You know, and uh, and uh, I, uh, the girl um, Lupita. Uh, Infante is another big star over there, and the song we did with her was some a song which I particularly love, and I'm I'm putting it I'm putting it in my show. Well, I'm going to sing it myself. Obviously, she won't be there. But Bese Me Mucho, yes. which is the greatest love song uh, uh, written in a long time, you know. And uh, um, I'm going to put that in my show. Uh, but I got a chance to sing a little bit in Spanish, you know, so uh, both songs have a little bit of Spanish in it. And uh, and I'll be using my Spanish in a month from now because <laughs> I'm going to Chile uh, to do concerts in Chile. So I'll be, I'll be singing about five songs in Spanish, but plus all my hits, you know, that I've had. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the tour um, in a minute because I know that's going to be a huge one. Um you mentioned you went to Nashville to record the record at Blackbird Studios. Have you been there before yeah. to record? Was that your first time there? Uh, I've yes, I've recorded in Nashville many a bit before. Yeah, I did a whole album there one time uh, with uh, uh, in one day. I finished this album in one day <laughs> in a studio called Emerald Studios, and uh, uh, I started I started singing my tracks at about one o'clock and finished at four o'clock in the morning. And, and I got the whole album done. All in a day's yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> All in a day's work. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been I've been there. I've been familiar with those grounds, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was it was it quite a, a nice this time around for for this record? Was it quite an easy recording it, process? You know, it was it was nice. The, the tracks came in from Nashville. I went into the studio in LA and uh, took my time and recorded all the the vocals on the uh, in, in this studio over here. Great stuff, great stuff. Um, I'm just reading here, Engel. But when you did, uh, how can you mend a broken heart? BG's track. You did it on your YouTube live. Um, and then off the back of that, uh, the fans were saying they want you to record a studio version. So you did. Um, do you have, you know, do you have a lot of interaction? Well, I know you do, but you know, the interaction with the fans on social media, it's quite an important, quite an important thing these days, right? How, how do you feel about that and, and how artists these days have to essentially, you know, sell themselves, market themselves all, all on social media? Well, you know, in today's world with social social media, you know, uh, uh, you do market yourself quite a lot because, you know, uh, I do a thing on Tuesday called Tuesday Music, and I I inform my 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 audience about what I'm doing that particular week and what's coming up for the next week, etc. And and this way, I keep in touch with fans around the world. And sometimes I'll do a a, a chat with them, you know, online on YouTube. And, uh, and they, they, the comments come in from all over the world on the side. I read, read where it's coming from and I talk to each and every one that I pick out every now and again. I pick something, somebody out and talk to them. I don't see them, but I see what they've written. Yes. And I love the comments that come along and, uh, I enjoy, enjoy reading them and, and, uh, paying my thanks to them yeah absolutely it's nice to have that kind of re- uh you know interaction and instant feedback and and that kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah um one of your songs also had a bit of a, a revival recently i'm forever blowing bubbles which for football fans is obviously a, a west ham chant now um it's and it, and it was on a, a brad pitt film recently bullet train new film i've not seen yeah. it myself um, but how did that how did that come about, Engelbert? Was it quite nice well, to, they, to record a new I, version? I, they got in touch with me and asked me if I would do it. And I, for Brad Pitt, I'm a big fan of Brad Pitt, by the way. You know, and, and so therefore, you know, doing the song was a piece of cake, really, because I, I, I just said I knew the song. Obviously, it's an old song. Right? I knew the song, so um, uh, and they booked the studio for. Um, I mean, about six hours or something, but I did it in the first hour. <laughs> I got it done and they couldn't believe it, you know, and they, they're quite happy with it. And I love the fact, I love the fact that when your song is in a, in a movie like that, this particular movie, as soon as they played it in, during the scene, your name comes up at the bottom of the screen, you know, which is a, quite, quite an unusual, it's, it's a, a Tarantino movie, I think. It yes. Was, you know, they, they produced the, the director. He does that sort of thing. And it was nice because it gives the artist uh, a chance to say, well, they put my name up there as well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And yeah. there's a couple of other your tracks I'm just reading here that have, that have featured in, in TV shows. Um, uh, uh, one of the Disney Disney Plus, Moon Knight, um, A Man Without Love yeah. was featured in that. Um, and Umbrella Academy, Kando, 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 which is also a lovely yeah. track. Is, is yeah. that, like you say, is that kind of have you seen kind of younger fans and, and people kind of, you know, being made more aware of, of who you are and your music? I'm going to tell you something. Uh, uh, since that, you know, uh, since Man Without Love in Moon Knight, uh, I have a, uh, 
uh, had a lot of young faces show up in my shows now because I think they want to know what because obviously they don't my don't know my music the younger versions but uh, some of them do but I guess a lot of them wanted to know what an Engelberg humperdinck looked like so they come <laughs> see my show and that's great to see them in the audience it's wonderful you know yeah 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 absolutely absolutely and I'm very lucky because I've got an across the board uh, age group that comes to my shows. And you'd be surprised at the end, it's like a, a cult following. They all come forward and, and they're standing up and it's like screaming and shouting. And, and it's just wonderful. I heard they're, they're known as the Humperdinkers, the, uh, the fans. The, I think there's a lot of, yeah. a lot of strange names <laughs> using my name. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Um, I wanted to chat a little bit about Eurovision because obviously that's, that's happening this weekend. Um, yeah. and that's, you know, something you represented the UK 10 years ago. Um, and I, me- I remember it very well. Have you got any, I'm sure you get asked this question a lot, Engelbert, but have you got any favorite Eurovision moments from down the years or any me- really memorable moments, you know? Well, you know, my, I mean, it was, just, it was a great honor for me to be able to do it, you know, for my country. Uh, uh, but the fact that uh, the, the kind of order they, they put me in, I was number one on the list. And, you know, I'm an artist that's been around the world several times, you know, known around the world as well. And thank God. And, but, uh, you know, uh, how how they put me on first, I don't know. Because by the time the whole show was run through, people forget what was on it the first. It's true. You know, yeah. First part, you know. But uh, I, I guess I guess I, I'm not the only one to lose out, lose out on that, you know. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm sure that this l- young lady, May Muller, is going to be a, a, a killer for this uh, program. She does look fantastic, yes. And uh, there does seem yeah. to be a little bit of a, a bit of a curse on the UK, doesn't there, with, with Eurovision? Um, sometimes I think we that yeah. need that, I think that needs breaking. Yeah, uh, I know it's been a while since we had a position on that show. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just generally speaking, Engelbert, you, you kind of mentioned it um, just a minute ago, talking about young younger fans turning up at your shows. What do you think it is um, that that creates such lasting appeal for your music? Um, obviously, it's it's got a very universal appeal because of because of your sound. It's a very classic sound, um, and is it just something you're going to continue doing uh, as long as you well, can? Well, you know, you know. I, I've been very fortunate, you know, because, you know, I don't look, I don't look my age. So people tell me, you know, they tell me I don't, I don't look it's my true. age. So, yeah. and, and, I, and when I'm on stage, I'm still dancing around and doing all that stuff, you know. Uh, so um, I feel as though I'm still in my 50s. And I don't, and my voice has, has um, usually when you get older, your, your vibrato gets sl- slower. Mine has almost disappeared and it's become more of a commercial sound uh, in today's in today's market, you know, and uh, I think uh, I, I think I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm very mm. lucky in that respect. So mm. therefore, I want to keep doing this what I do, what I do love to do yeah. for as long as I can. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's talk a bit about the tour, if that's all right. You mentioned you're going to be in Chile soon. Is that where you're yeah. starting South America? Well, is that what, what? Where you're starting the tour in South America? No, I've started my tour over here. You know, it started. Uh, that's okay. that's part that's part of the tour. Okay, and um, we got, I'm I'm I shall have as I said I'm good. I'll be singing in Spanish as well. You know, uh, 
So I'm brushing up right now. So every, every day is, a, is a, a working day for me over here in study, you know. And I, I get somebody over that um, uh, that teaches me how to pronounce the words properly, because uh, I did take lessons a few years ago in Spanish, but I'm, I, you know, I'm not that efficient at it. So therefore, I get somebody to 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 teach me and keep me fresh, so to speak. Yeah, I would imagine speaking Spanish is quite different to singing it as well. It's it's you know quite a yeah. different thing. Yeah. I'm not going to speak. I'm, I'll, I'll be singing in Spanish, but I'll say That's a few it. words. Yeah. You know, just to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you still enjoy it? I mean, it's a bit of an obvious question, really. Um, do you still enjoy it, going out and, and touring as much as you did, you know, back in the Without day? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, the only time I stopped touring was during the pandemic, you know, and uh, and that was a couple of years of, of not, not being able to air my vocal cords and uh, I was very well, well. I was upset about it, but because I, but there's nothing we could do about it. So that that was a, a resting period in my life of from touring. Must have been but quite I've strange. Never ever stopped touring since I since 1967. Incredible. You know, Incredible. Yeah, it must have been really weird then for you during during COVID. You know, having two years out, it was it was a strange yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's. Uh, it's it's quite incredible stuff. Um, I've got a general question, uh, Engelbert, um, and it's a bit of a loaded question. I'm, I'm again, it's probably one that you get asked quite a lot. Um, but you know, having done this for for many decades, what's the biggest change you've seen take place in the music industry? The, the biggest way that you've seen it evolve, what's I that? guess. The biggest change that you've seen uh, happen in the music industry. How have you seen it? Just, just generally, when you when you think about your artistry and your music and recording and everything, like how is it different now to how things were forty, well, fifty years ago? Number one is number one is, is the fact that you know um, uh, uh, the downloading situation, you know, uh, is is a, is a, is something that we have to put up with today's market. In the old days, you know, you you sell an album, you you you've got to sell a million in order to get a gold album. In today's world, you don't have to sell that sell that many, you know. And you've got a you've got a gold album, uh, and of course, to get a platinum album, you had to sell like two three million, you know. Uh, and uh, th- they were wonderful days. They were wonderful days because uh, I remember when I first recorded "Release Me," and uh, uh, and it that my first my first big single. And, and uh, it sold eighty thousand in one day. Never happened in today's market, you know. And then it went up to one hundred and twenty-seven thousand a day. Wow! Uh, and, and you know, amazing numbers. I used to call every day. How many did we do? How many did we do? You know, so it was an exciting time in my life. And I, but that doesn't happen in today's world mm-hmm. because it, because of the downloading, etc. You know. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But you have to go with the. Uh, what what is happening you have to go along with it you know and I, I love the fact that you that you have moved with the times as well you know it, it could have been very easy for you to just go oh you know the record industry isn't what it used to be and and just kind of pack it in but you've you know like you say you've moved with the times and kept it fresh and uh and uh are still touring which which is amazing yeah yeah 
Yeah. You've got to keep the, you've got to keep uh, creating new material you know, for your market and, and, you know, keep the fans interested in, 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 in new stuff. Although when I do my show, uh, you have to do your standards, you know, it's, it's just a case of having to. And, and I, mind you, I love singing it because the songs I recorded are, uh, are, Timeless, you know, because when I do release me and after the loving and, and the last waltz and songs like that on stage, people go crazy and, and, and they sing along with me. And it's, it's such a makes the show. It really makes the show run wonderful. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, again, a general question about, um, some of your favorite, uh, points through the years, some of your highlights, um, Perhaps you've got some stories or some uh, particularly memorable moments or, or proud moments that um, that, that that really oh, kind there, of. There's been there's been many proud moments in my life. I'm you sure know, there has. I've, I'm uh, sure. I, yeah, and I, I can honestly say, you know, the, the biggest audience I've I've, I've ever had uh, was I like to think it was about a quarter of a million people. It was in uh, New uh, New Zealand. Wow. And uh, I have a song that I recorded right at the beginning of my career. It was the B-side of Release Me called Tang Guitars. And Tang Guitars is like the national anthem in, in uh, New Zealand. Everybody from the three-year-olds to, to you name the age all sing that song. To this day, to this very day, I swear to God, and it's what, 56 years, 56, uh, 57 years now. And... And I think uh, one of the most, some of the great highlights of my life is, is the fact that I've got stars on the Walk of Fame, you know, and it's right outside the, um, the hotel of uh, Roosevelt. The, which one is it? Roosevelt. The Roosevelt Hotel, which yes. is a well-known hotel in LA. On and uh, I've got a star on the Walk of Fame in Leicester, my hometown. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. You know, yeah. uh, those are the sort of things that, that I, I I treasure, those moments, those things, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm known as the son of Lester, by the way. <laughs> Lester boy, I heard the Queen. I know uh, Lester, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah amazing, amazing. Um, and of course, of course, I was given the MBE. And uh, this is wonderful because, you know, I have the same name as the guy that wrote Hansel and Gretel. Yes. You know, okay. The people tend to get confused me with him. <laughs> and they say, How, what was it like writing Hansel as Gretel? <laughs> and, the, and the guy, he died in 1920. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the, our late queen was wonderful enough to recognize me and give me the MBE. So yeah. I put MBE behind it. I put Humberdick down. Yeah. Distinguished me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to let you go soon. I think that's most of the things I wanted to chat about. I think it's, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a, probably a million, million, million and one it's questions. Nice talking with you. Yeah. And you, and you, um, is there anything coming up, um, that you've got, obviously you're middle of tour at the moment. Um, what's yeah. the, what's the plan when you're, when you're done with tour? Is it back into the studio? No, you, yeah. I never, I'm, I, I'm all, I'm usually back in the studio doing other things or, of recording duets with other artists and uh, uh, when I'm not doing anything on the road, you know, uh, and you'll see there's a lot of new things kind of happening in my life. Fantastic. Okay. 
Just and, a, and I'm hoping to come over and do a tour next year. Oh, amazing. Amazing. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I think that's most of the things I wanted to chat to you about. I um, just before I let you go, I did I did actually speak to a Nashville producer uh, a couple of weeks ago, a guy called Keith Thomas, um, who said uh, he'd been working with your granddaughter. Uh, I think he said uh, on some music. Oh, what's his name? Keith Thomas. Keith Thomas. Working with uh, uh, is it is uh, it Olivia? Yes, he said Keith Thomas. Yeah, uh, Keith Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Okay. Keith Thomas. Yeah. yeah. He, um, is that, so is that something that your granddaughter, or you, you kind of got her into it or she, she just wanted to pursue music? I'm going to tell you something. She's the most amazing talent. And, and I, and I think it's, she's not far away from hitting the big stages and the arenas. That's what I, I think. Anyway, she's got a great voice. She, she, in the, in the sort of, Lines of the, the Whitney Houston or Ariana Grande type of thing. And, but she has her own inimitable style, you know, uh, but she's got that kind of a style going happening in her life. Powerful and it's voice. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. She's powerful. She's a powerful singer. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's something for us to uh, keep our eyes and ears out for, obviously. Yeah. Great. That's great. Um, All right, probably. Thank you so much, Engelbert. And, uh, my pleasure, man. It's, My pleasure, pal. it's been great. If you, right. if you're ever over in the UK anytime soon, let let us know, and I'll uh, I'll be getting some tickets for the tour. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we, I'll provide it. Just let me know. Fabulous. Okay, <laughs> okay pal. You enjoy Take the care. rest of your day. Cheers. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.